broadcast room of the Geek Gala HQ, there are assembled Charlotte, North Carolina's four okayest geeks, created by the cosmic legends of their own mind. Starn's Lord, the Giddy Geeker, Carol the Cat, Tipple's Tannenbaum. Their mission, to support local, to discuss all things geek, and to serve all fankind. They are the Guardians of the Geekery, the official podcast of the Charlotte Geeks. Guardians of the Geekery back. Whoa, it's been a while. Back in the U.S. It's been a very long while. Yes. (laughs) It's been a minute. Yes, indeed. It's but been a pandemic. 5,200, yes. 600 minutes or something like that. Hello. I, hello. And I guess because we do our podcast a little different, whereas we still do it all together. Yeah. And yet <laughs> socially yeah. distant. Yes. Yeah. Public so we didn't distance. do the Zoom thing like some people did, which I think is, is fine and dandy, but we just we just didn't do did it. And I just we, didn't do it, done doing it. But... Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, We've I know forgotten my, how to talk. Me, me, me speak pretty one day, but uh, I know in my case, and I, I think you guys talk about it too. But it's just, man, what a doldrum type of near depression for a lot of people. Yeah. And it, yeah, I just I found myself, and I was still going to work. I'm working in a central business where I have a commute and stuff, and I just could barely function after work. I'll, I'll be honest. I just I, that's all I could do is just kind of get through the day and. Just, I'm uh, certifiably 100% in a funkified yeah. nation. Yeah. I know there are people out there who have used this this time away from everything that we hold here to, you know, learn a new skill and, and be very productive. I found, because I was furloughed um, for a, a month and a half, and uh, I found that I did nothing during that month and a half but play video games. And that's... Is that I feel this incredible guilt because I didn't. I had this time and I I wasted it, but I have to tell myself, you know what, the video games were making you happy, so just deal and, with it. And were we wasting it though? Because I'm actually on month two, starting month yeah. three of furlification, fur furloughedness, furloughed nation, um, and uh, and it was a shocking furlough because I had actually jumped onto a project um, to help people with the COVID-19 deployment of nurses. And uh, it was cut short because people weren't bringing in as many nurses as they anticipated. And uh, my regular job didn't have enough work to bring me back. So I would have, I was technically not supposed to be furloughed at all and uh, found it. Yeah. And I, I found that, yeah, I played video games. I slept a lot. I had weird work schedules. I watched a lot of bad TV. But I think after the couple of years we've had, kind of needed it. I kind of needed not to do anything responsible. I mean, bills were getting paid. Yeah. Bodies were being fed. Things were being taken care of, but it was just the basics. And sometimes you get back to basics and you realize all that stuff that we thought was so important a year ago, really not. 
Yeah, except for my movies. I miss my movie theater so much. <laughs> yeah. I miss my weekly but, movies. And you move them. You do miss them, but would you go back and would you right go to the now? theater now and it want it to be full of people? It, yeah, not full of people, no. And it really depends on how they open up the theaters. Right. I'll be very curious to see how they do that. Um, yeah. I always went to the movies on off times anyway, so I never was really, unless it was a blockbuster, I was never with a crowd of people because that's right. not my favorite way to watch a movie. I, I kind of like to enjoy it all on my own. I had my favorite seat in at Airsley. <laughs> it's like C3. It's <laughs> so it was, if yeah. You want some of Carol's DNA, <laughs> go to an Airsley theater C3 seat. So that is the only thing I really miss because that was my, my weekly treat to myself. Um, I have been watching movies on TV, but it's just, it's not for a junkie like me. I, I love going to a theater and watching it on a big screen. Yeah. What have you missed, Darn's Lord? I, I miss, I don't go to movies as much as you, but I mean, I guess before um, Giddy Geeker, you're like kind of, we started figuring out what your illness was and uh, cancer, basically, and, uh, you know, cancer, but. Before we figured that out, I was I had delusions of being a film critic. I was writing little reviews, and you know it was a modest start. But I mean, I was going to all those um, sneak things and Carol too, and mm-hmm. and uh, you too. We were able to go, and it was like I just think about that now and how foreign that sound that feels now. Like, how do you restart that? Like, a, you yeah, know, it's like a you're weird saying, thing. You can't it's, pack in all those people anymore. It's um. It's, because you know movie theaters are designed to make money there and in order to make money they need to sell concessions and they need to sell seats and if you're limited to only half your theater being able to be full for months and months yeah you're you're looking at a lot of businesses taking a hit restaurants are taking a hit bars are taking a hit everything's taking a hit because you can't have people just packed in yeah um so it i i look at it this way yes I'm kind of treating, I'm just kind of maintaining at this point, which is sad, but I am curious to see what everything is like after this is over or after this is to the point where everything is open. I'm curious to see how that, how everything just kind of, how life is after this. Yeah. There's definitely Mm -hmm. going to be a new normal. Yeah. I miss hugs. I miss hugs in a big way. I was the hugger. And, um, you know, we had to be out in public to um, get some documents to a friend. And um, so we agreed to meet in the parking lot of (laughs) our favorite comic book store, um, which was opening safely, you know, limiting the amount of people in the store and stuff and requiring masks. But... Because of the cancer and and the kidney stuff, I've been um, high-risk self-isolating. So I stayed in the car, and um, Starnes Lord ran in just to pick up his, you know, order, his standing order of comics, which that wasn't that much, because not even the comics are coming out, right? They're, uh, yeah, that's the other thing. They're not coming, not being published as frequently. They're not as many titles. Um, which really for a comic book store like, like Rebel Base and Heroes and A Pennyworth and um, 
uh, all the other ones in the area. But it's just like they, what they really rely on is that subscription customer coming in at least once a week. And then it's just like going grocery shopping, that impulse buy. Like, oh, I'll mm-hmm. buy this back issue. Oh, I'll buy a Funko Pop 2. I'll buy this. And it's it's tough. And uh, yeah. you, know, you can only have eight people in the store, which I totally applaud. I think it's good that you've got to distance it out. And you have to wear a mask, and they're wearing a mask, which is fantastic. But it's, uh, it's definitely surreal. Um, so you ran but, into a friend of ours in the store and, yeah. you know, told him hey joey's out in the car and so he came by and you lowered the window (laughs) and you're like hi and normally i'd jump out of the car i'd give him a hug you know i would you know i would have given the person that we were bringing the documents a hug can't do that you know this Um, world is not set up for giddy geeker no no, (laughs) we had we had family come over the other day um for Father's Day and for um, someone's birthday, it was two people, so there's only four of us in the house. But they sat on their couch, and we sat on our couch. And it's like when they came in, I opened the door and stood back, and I, we just kind of did the hand wave like hi, mm-hmm. and then backed up carefully. And you know, I went back to my seat, and they re- maintain a respectful distance. And it's just, it's weird. And, yeah. you know, and there's certain people that aren't taking the precautions. They refuse to wear the masks. And it may be some of you who are listening. Um, please just wear a mask. But if you're not going to wear a mask, I can't be around you for right now. I just can't, you know. And I can't force you to wear a mask. Maybe the government might. But I can't be around you so if you know that you've not been socially distanced that you know that you've not taken safety precautions for somebody like myself who's a very high risk person i can't be around you and that makes me sad too because i've had people want to come and visit me and i know their lifestyle that they don't take social precautions and i said you know what i really appreciate that maybe we can do a video call (laughs) it's such a little thing seriously putting on a mask it's i don't like it because i i'm claustrophobic and this is a very it's it's an uncomfortable thing to me but i wear it because yeah i'm a decent human being (laughs) now we don't have masks on now on the mic but we literally are six feet from each other because the table is that (laughs) the table is six feet wide yeah and and we're all on our separate little corners right and you know and i didn't hug them when i you know got here and stuff no, and I, and I have been we unlocked the door, <laughs> yeah. and you let yourself in, yeah. so we were never close. So, I, and I, I only tried the grocery store one time, and this was before they had the one way lanes and all that. And I was one of maybe five people in the grocery store wearing a mask, and I just, I was hot, of course, you know. And I just, I was like, you know what, is this special product? You know, this bread or this milk or <laughs> cookies. Okay, let's be honest, cookies. Yeah. But was it, is this worth me? It's always cookies. Is this worth me getting sick potentially or getting even worse? What I really worry about is Joey. You're getting geeker. And I'm like, no. So I just, I let Joey continue with the ship. And I'm, I like to go out. I like people. I used to, I'm the guy who would always get conversations with people in the grocery mm-hmm. store line. You know, people start talking to me and I talk to them and we have these full blown things. And I'm like, it is just so weird for me not to talk to people um, like outside of my work bubble and my 
my home bubble. Uh, so yeah, and there's a you know there's a difference too for even myself. I mean, I've been working from home since September of last year. Before that, I was sick, so I was you know on um, hospital leave for a while and stuff. So being home all the time has been part of my life. But there's a difference from being home because you're recovering from an illness or you're working from home to being home because you cannot go out. Right. And, you know, and so even things like walking outside. So we were joking. So for a couple weeks, so Starnes Lord was exposed to somebody who had been exposed to COVID. So it was once removed. Um, And so his work, agreed that he should quarantine himself for two weeks just to make sure uh, and not take any chances. And uh, (laughs) every time there was, oh, look, the postman's delivered the mail. Matt was running out (laughs) trying to check the mail. Hey, look, I saw a stick in the yard. I'm going to go pick that up. Any reason to go outside? He was stir crazy. He was crawling up the walls. So I am thankful that he has a job that requires him to go into the office. Um, as an essential personnel, but you know, I I was having the opposite effect where it's like I was afraid to go out, but I needed to go out. So we started doing drives because we could be in the bubble of the car on a Saturday or Sunday. We just go out and drive for a couple hours, so I could just have a different point of view. <laughs> Than the corner of the couch that I usually sit on. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll go so out and take nice. a weekly drive, mostly just to move my car because I'm <laughs> I am working from home. So, and I bought a car like I I bought a car in February. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, oh boy, it's been a little tough. And I am on my second tank of gas since this happened. <laughs> oh my god! Because and if you don't know. Carol the cat is a cruiseaholic. <laughs> I am. She will, you know, often on the weekend, she's in Raleigh, she's in Greensboro. Yeah. She's, you know, in Atlanta, wherever, you know, a couple hours car. here, a couple <laughs> hours there. You know, tri- day trips and road trips are part of your life. And so. now they're not. So, yeah, I bought this car in February. It, it uh, went to Mysticon. And then from that time, right after Mysticon, I'm on my second tank of gas from coming home from Mysticon. It's it's really just been little drives here and there. I have thought of just taking him to Asheville just to drive somewhere. <laughs> and then go, hi, Asheville, and turn around and come back. <laughs> you should totally go like on the Blue Ridge Parkway up there. Yeah. Because I used to do it when I lived in Boone. Going to school up there, I would uh, drive to Asheville. And that blue, and it takes a lot longer, but yeah. it's so beautiful. It's so pretty. Yeah, yeah. So I just, yeah, I have thought fun, of doing man. just a day trip in the car. And you've got a, a, a fuel efficient car as yeah. well, so that'd be really. Yeah, he's small, but he is yeah. mighty. <laughs> um, yeah, I got a much smaller car than it, it does not have the room that Bixie had, but Fizzy is a is a is a, a good egg. <laughs> um, but it's just it has been very difficult to motivate myself to do much of anything. Yeah. It is. But we have been watching some TV shows. Lots and lots We've been having shows. watching some movies. Um, <laughs> so we can talk about that because yeah. I'm sure those people listening are dealing with the same thing. Yes. Just know you are not alone. alone. Anyway, um, we're here with you and uh, we get it. So um, one of the things that uh, Starnes Lord and I have been watching is Stargirl. Uh, we, watched, yeah. we watched our fourth episode of that. It's pretty good. 
definitely yeah. more high schooly. I mean, it's Dane, you know, aimed at getting the new generation in there. But uh, Luke Wilson is in there as well. So it definitely Pretty has cool. more of a uh, not the TV version of the Teen Titans, but the comic book version. It seems they're going more for that than the the source material is kind of aimed at the um, old Justice Society of America, which was before the Justice League, even like way back in the uh, 40s and stuff. So I, I kind of like that they're doing it because it's like, I was like, I'm just not going to have any surprises in this show. In this particular episode, some surprises are hitting me, which I'm really thankful for because I'm like, I just, you know, I'd, at first when comic book movies were, were coming about, I was like, I just want an adaption of this comic book. They already have the blueprint. Just do it just like this. And then I saw, like Marvel started doing some things and I was like, that is so much better for a for a visual medium like you know for a, a motion picture what works on the page does not translate very well all the time <laughs> or you know it was just like wow they went in this different direction and i think it actually adds to the story that they that it was based on and it's like i'm totally i'm totally fine with that now and it's like with star girl it is really just a new experience i'm like i don't know what's gonna happen this is fantastic this is this is fun so yeah, yeah so. um yeah cool. i've enjoyed star girl quite a bit and uh we have a couple more episodes to watch, so we were more intent on making sure we stayed up to date with what we do in the shadows. I am behind on what we do in the shadows. I will only say this. <clears throat> the second season is equally enjoyable. Good. If not more so, because now you know certain things about certain characters, so there's not as much... Not that what the first season had tons of exposition, but you do have to set groundwork. That... <laughs> but this one on took it and just went further so that was very enjoyable and i feel like we left the second season in a good place where you definitely want to know what's going to happen next and you want it to come back so yeah and i, I have seen it started to pop up it seemed like in the course of like a month it was on two or three different movie um websites or podcasts like the best uh tv intro <laughs> i love the theme song yeah, yeah. It's, 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 and then the visuals behind the whole thing because it, it tells the whole story and you're like got got it i at least have the premise right now i think and then of course the hilarity of Sue, oh, yeah. ensues and then the guest stars that quite frankly if you didn't know or saw see the name of the credit you wouldn't know right away it would take you a second to <laughs> Yeah, the trial episode from the first season uh, is so such perfection. Yes, yeah. because they had so many different guest stars, and you're like, oh my god, that is that character. Oh god, that's that character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean the people that they had in the second season, you definitely. Well, don't spoil it. I'm not spoiling anything. <laughs> okay, but you know, um, there was two major players. And I just enjoyed both of them. And, uh, you know, and they, they did things that were out of character. So it was a lot of fun to kind of be able to enjoy that. So Matt Berry, who, you know, and then Landor. I've seen the picture of Landor now. <laughs> like what he looks like when he's not. When he's not Landor. <laughs> he's pretty. Her, her mouth was I, I personally have a massive crush on Matt Berry. I well, have. I've loved him since IT Crowd. I've baby. loved him since Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Okay, well, so you win. You go back further. You're <laughs> old. <laughs> and whatever. If you haven't mm. watched Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, look it up on YouTube. I think all of the episodes are on there. He plays this suave 
it, it's a hospital drama, paranormal drama. It's it's done very kitchenly bad. Okay. Um, and his character is supposed to be Hispanic, um, and uh, he's dubbed, and he's dubbed poorly, but he's dubbed huh. by Matt Berry, so it's oh, his own voice, oh. <laughs> but it's just overdubbed very poorly. It's Garth Marenghi's. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Garth Marenghi's Dark Place is hilarious. Um, speaking of Matt Berry, I actually watched a film that's on Netflix called An Evening with Beverly Lynn Luff. <laughs> That stars Matt Berry and Jermaine Clements, who is also um, part of the movie What We Do in the Shadows, mm. um, and does show up in the first season of the television show. But uh, it's a very quirky, very odd movie. It stars um, Jermaine Clements and Aubrey Plaza and Emile Hirsch, who I had the difficult time figuring. It's like, oh my god, that's Speed Racer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a. Uh, that's a very odd movie. If you're in the mood for something strange, uh, can't check be that as strange as these days. So yeah, yeah I think it's, might as well. it's actually quite funny. <laughs> so yeah, I enjoyed that one. That's funny. Yeah, it's um, so what we do in the shadows, and then um, the other series that we've been watching faithfully every week. So we, of course, we watched the Mandalorian every Friday. And then once The Mandalorian ended, they started the gallery um, of The Mandalorian. And that, if you have not been watching it, you need to watch it. So it's a behind-the-scenes documentary. It's the making-of documentary. But they do it in like 25 to 28-minute segments. Some segments are as short as 20 minutes. Um, but one is with all the directors. One's about the making of the soundtrack. One's about the plotting out. One's about the amazing sets and how those are built and how they use this revolutionary technology that is really going to... It's just amazing how they change filmography and how you can shoot a film because they're actually, rather than actors working against green screens, they're actually working against sets that are showing up on cameras behind them and for those who are into MMORPGs <laughs> they use the same technology as you would in an immersive um, role playing game like World of Warcraft if you've ever run through the world you can look up you can look down you can look side to side and they built a set of screens like that so they can put the physical props on um you know, the practical effects are there and then they're able to move the others so that when the camera wants to film things, it can film up and down and side to side in a 360 fashion. Um, and they can actually, it's just amazing. So they talk about that. And then this week's mm -hmm. episode was collections, uh, connections, excuse me. And connections actually, um, talks about the Easter eggs and some of the deep cuts that they inserted into the Mandalorian from the original series. So that and the video games amazing. and the prequels and the Clone War animated stuff. It's just And Star Wars celebration. Yeah. It it, it really is like when DVDs first started having the the bonus content. And even VHS used to some of you pay extra for the behind the scenes stuff. But but making it a series I think it's more digestible and not quite as 
kind of random where you're just kind of trying to go through the thing, trying to figure out what you like and whatever. Well, and it but, keeps you invested. You know, yeah. if somebody like the Doctor Who series did something like that <laughs> where you had weekly little segments oh, that yeah. you could log into. I mean, Battlestar Galactica did something like that where you could go online and watch mm-hmm. the webisodes between the seasons. And it wasn't essential to the plot, but it gave extra depth to parts of the plot when the seasons returned. But if you weren't, but that was so new, the Crumb and Blood series. It was such a new concept. Mm. People weren't, not everybody logged into it. But if you have a chance to go to watch the gallery, I mean, thank God for Disney Plus right right now. <laughs> yeah. Did you, what did you watch, Fantasia the other night or no, Sorcerer's Apprentice was, or something? Um, it was this old, wonderful world of Disney type of little, just like 45 minutes, but it was black and white and it was Walt Disney hosting it. And he was walking through the history of animation. Oh, cool. And it was, it was like how it started and how primitive it was and some really long kind of outrageous names for the technology. Um, and then like just imagining back then people would go to a theater to watch at the time, a really long 15 minute (laughs) pseudo animation because it was so, it was so groundbreaking and people were like, wow, how did they do that? And today, of course you're like, Oh gosh, that's horrible. But just to see the origins of that, but he just kind of walked it, you know, walked it through and, um, it was fun. Yeah. And there was no, um, before all of their stuff. Now they have a little disclaimer that says may not be uh, culturally appropriate, appropriate, Which I get, but this had nothing of that, which was nice. So it wasn't, I was like, oh gosh, are they about to spring something horrible on me? But, you know, so, but uh, yeah, that was, but it's fun. But yeah, there's yeah. A, there's so there's many times where I've not been culturally are. appropriate. I've learned though, but mm-hmm. I'm trying. Um, I have made my way through Picard, the first season of Picard, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, I know it has its detractors, but I actually liked it. Um, I don't mind an F-bomb in Star Trek, as long as it's appropriate. Um, and I also made my way through two, the first two seasons. It's fine if of, it's essential to the plot. Yeah. Um, my fir- the first two seasons of Discovery as well. Um, so I actually really enjoyed both of those shows. Uh, Picard probably a little bit more than Discovery. Um, and now I understand that uh, they are doing a series with Captain Pike. Um, oh, that's yes. Cool. So yeah. So you'll get you'll get that Spock again. Spock. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's so weird because the guy who plays Spock, I was like, he looks so familiar. Um, it was his eyes because he's Gregory Peck's grandson, and he has Gregory Peck's eyes, and that was what I was oh. like, oh my god, I'm recognizing his well, not well, like literally his eyes. He didn't like go and grab his grandpa's eyes, oh. but. Uh, <laughs> But he does Lisa look a lot like Gregory lot Pe- Peck in the eye area. So, <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, so I watched those two, and then I've been watching just a bunch of oddball movies. <laughs> yeah, you know. So uh, there's cozy TV that's shown up on our antenna feed because uh, you know we have to reset it every once in a while. Um, Comet TV showed up on there. Um, Sling TV, a lot of channels opened up for free viewing on of some of their things, so we were able to kind of cruise through some of that. One of the series that I find ourselves, we will literally watch every day, and it is so culturally accurate today, is Barney Miller. <laughs> 
I, that's actually a good show. <laughs> it's an excellent show. Amazing. But yeah. the thing that's crazy is how well the social commentary rings true in a sad kind of way. But also what they say, you know, so many times you watch some of these older shows and there's definitely things that do not hold up well. Groovy. Yeah. But not <laughs> only that, but just like mindset yeah. of like the protagonist saying something derogatory to a female. Yeah. It just doesn't hold up. You know, it's just cringeworthy. Charlie's Angels is one of those. Oh, yeah. Um, for sure. Um because Cozy has that. And so sometimes you'll watch it and you're like, <clears throat> Bionic Woman has some moments, although she was much more, you know, forward thinking. But um, but Barney Miller has had several episodes where, like one of them was that uh, Harris, who's played by Ron Glass, got shot at because he, the two cops did not know that he was a policeman and said nobody dresses that nice unless they're yep. doing something they're not supposed to be doing and you know that was part of Harris's old shtick that he was always the one that was dressed to the nines he <laughs> was the most elegant of all of them and uh, and Wojohowicz is always the one that doesn't understand right so he's always the one that gets the exposition about you know Barney always tries to explain to him why it was this or that and not in an archie bunker type of politically incorrect way he's like he just truly doesn't understand sometimes and um and of course wojohowicz is polish which that's one thing i mean obviously there's so much in this world that is wrong but i was able to at least hold on to the fact that all of the you don't hear like the polish jokes and the and the Irish jokes and all of those stereotype jokes, I don't hear them the way I heard them when I was a kid. Yeah. Now, maybe it's because I choose to be around people that don't tell those jokes. But that at least shows me something of progress. Is it enough progress? Absolutely not. We have a long way to go. But the fact that we have made progress gives me hope. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so Barney Miller has been very interesting. And then, of course... Uh, we've been watching a lot of MASH, or as I like to call it, Matt, Matt's Time to Cry. So, <laughs> some powerful Sometimes ones, yeah. he's like, I can't watch MASH today. And then I'll be like, okay. And he's like, wait, why aren't you turning the channel to MASH? <laughs> I'm like, because you just said, I know what I said. I got to watch my Alan Alda. Yeah, um, especially when all this COVID started. Oh, was, yeah. I was just like, I could watch our kleenex commercial on and be crying myself like where are my kleenex oh gosh i i introduced my roommate's eight-year-old to avatar the last airbender oh i've heard good things um yeah i highly recommend it if you've never watched avatar the last airbender airbender don't watch the movie please and don't base the cartoon on the movie don't judge the cartoon by the movie um that movie was crap but the the was that m night yeah yeah um the television show is amazing and uh is really really good but there are a couple of episodes there where I'm like, well, I'm going to have to leave the room once this comes up because nope, I'll just start crying. I'm not going to watch Aww. it again. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can only cry through that once. Yep. 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 Um, Appa's last days. That's all I'll say. A lost days. Lost it. Not last days. 
He doesn't oh. die. But um, oh, good. yeah, I, I can't. I can't watch Abba's last, last days. I I just can't watch it anymore. What are you doing? Uh, it's. I'm trying to flatten him out. There's this. Are there's you this seriously? little. Okay. Yeah. There's this little Mad Eye Moody know. sticker thing, and it's warped slightly. And I'm trying oh, to just no. get him to lay flat. So here's the thing for those of you who haven't been listening to our <laughs> podcast long. We had to take all the pens away from Carol because she'd either click them or oh, she no. would snap the handles off I of them. I found one. I won't snap it. <laughs> she found a pen. That's because we're it's in the middle of <laughs> sorting through the podcast room. We're about to have a new fancy podcast room, hopefully in the future. But um, we'll talk about that later. We're not officially announcing anything. You right. heard it here first, but you have no idea what I'm talking about. Um so there's a lot of stuff on the table that normally we would have carefully clo- cloistered away from Carol. <laughs> I just can't. My hands just need but to be... But yeah, she just yeah, constantly just has to be doing something. doing something. She can't sit still. Um, if she has nail polish on, she would be scratching it off. I would be, so. but I don't have nail polish That's on. That's good. Because Your hair is really long. It's really long. This it's is It's like longest. almost as long as when we first met. Almost. Yeah. Like three more inches and you'd <laughs> yeah. be... Um, I haven't had a cut in months. <laughs> Megan's out there gnashing her teeth. Um, I've been dying it myself. Megan's out there gnashing her teeth. Um, but <laughs> she's fine with it. You'll just have to pay more to fix it. <laughs> well, no, this is Joyco, so she doesn't mind the Joyco on okay. my hair. Uh. Um, but yeah, I haven't had a cut in forever. I need a trim just because the ends are frayed. But yeah, this is the longest you don't need it's been a trim. You need like years. four inches because it's not you anymore. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It looks good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think yeah. it looks good. I just don't think it looks like what you've been wearing for the past yeah. three years. Oh, hell no. Because my hair is a short, short for a long, long time. My hair is really long also. So, yeah, I just I can't. But I left it long because I could pull it up in a ponytail in the summer. When I realized that I could braid my hair, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's well past it's my shoulders while, now. Yeah. <laughs> you could easily braid your oh, hair. Yeah. Easily braid yes, my hair. Yeah. That's when you really know, because if yeah, yeah. Oh, Starn's Lord, we could actually braid his hair. His <laughs> hair, the top of his hair, because he he had kept the sides shorter, and not this real, not a really long top. I mean, but he he had it a little bit longer because I like that his hair feathers a little bit on the top. I'm very '80s girl, um, and he's an '80s boy, so it all works out. But. Literally, his hair was a combination of Astro Boy and Johnny Thunder <laughs> for a minute there. It was just like I would take pictures and send to Megan, just to Megan, of like, so. Johnny Bravo. Johnny, Johnny Bravo. Bravo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, not Johnny Thunder. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Um, but Starn Slurred has always been able to have this one like little Superman Clark Kent curl. But when the curl just didn't curl, it did a triple loop. I was like, oh, no. And I literally could top, I could do a mohawk braid on the top of his head before he got it cut. So, but yeah. Megan did a good job yes. trimming it down. And, you know, the only reason why we went to Megan was because she is 100% on top of how to socially distance properly. Yep. So we both, everybody wore masks in the room. Um, I made a mistake. I brought the wrong mask. I brought the one that had the straps around the head, which doesn't help when you're trying to get your hair cut. So she had some ones that were over the ear, but she provides those for a fee to everybody just to kind of cover her costs. And, uh, you know, she would take breaks so she could go outside and breathe. 
and I would take breaks so I could breathe, but it was very good. So, but yeah, but uh, we did get the hair, the roots colored. I was starting to look like Rogue from uh, X Men. I was starting to have those white streaks on the sides of my head. So, mine are deliberate. I know, mine are not. <laughs> mine are gravity fighting against me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's been interesting. Pants are hard to wear. Yeah, I've been living my life in leggings. Yeah, <laughs> I put jeans on for the first time in a outside while. Outside of leggings, and <laughs> you know, Starnes Lord would typically come home from work, even when I was not on furlough. I was. I've been doing video calling. A lot of social distancing has been helped with video calls, mm-hmm. video chats, video lunches, and uh, um, <laughs> Starnes Lord would come home, and I'm sitting there, and it's like bra on, nice top on, earrings in, <laughs> hair brushed, no pants. <laughs> but I always have a, a blanket or something over my lap and I never get up to walk towards something because we all have seen those videos. Oh, yeah. I have not done that, but it's pretty funny. He's like, do you ever have pants on anymore? And I'm like, well, yeah, if I have to go get something at the door. but. <laughs> The weird thing is, is when the, so we're in phase two here in North Carolina, but it's a limited phase two. So there are certain things you can do. So we've been doing shipped. We've been doing uh, DoorDash and Grubhub and all that kind of stuff. And um, a lot of that, but all cooked food. I've stayed away from like salads a little bit, although lately I've allowed a few salads into my life, but tried to do stuff that would cook the germs out. And um, most of the drivers are really good about leaving the stuff <laughs> on our little deck box and then sending a text with a picture. Of course, we have a ring that says, motion at your front door, so we know they're there. But the past two weeks since the phase two, um, they stay. <laughs> and it freaks me out. That- I'm like, I get on the ring and I'm like, we're good, we're good. Although we had one guy who didn't speak English, evidently. That was tough, yeah. He's like, door dash. <laughs> we're like, we're all good. You can just leave it there. Door dash. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, okay. Uh, and I was using slang, like, got it. Thanks. <laughs> door dash. Excuse me. I'm like, leave it. <laughs> okay. Have a good day. <laughs> no offense. And that was a very generic non-english accent Um, (laughs) but it was just clear that i mean i applaud everybody who's out there hustling trying to make money if they're not if we do doordash i actually tip very well yeah because i know you're you're actually out there getting my food for me and thank you yeah i always tip on the high side yeah of the scale you know if it gives you three options i always tip the highest or i round it up because it does i mean especially for yeah but it it uh, it was just funny because it's like now they're starting to stay. I'm like, why? Why, why are, are you staying? Doing that? <laughs> why are you staying? Where before I would have before this pandemic, I would have been upset that they just left my food there, right? <laughs> now now like, it's just like, no, you can go away. Go, just go please away. go away. Why are yeah. you here? Go away. And they've got ins- you can put instructions in. And we have that on there. Just put yeah, it on the text box, but the- obviously they don't. Yep. Just like yeah, but uh, I'm trying to limit my DoorDash. Or, or my Postmates, because that's the one that delivers near us. Okay. I'm trying to limit it to at least once a week. Because <laughs> I started, I know, I started getting Misfits Market, which is a bunch of veggies yeah. Every, yeah. every week. And forcing myself to cook. 
which uh, has been very good actually. It, yeah. It's it's been very it's been very nice, and I'm discovering my my love of vegetables again. <laughs> so. Yeah, we have uh, some corn on the cob to cook today, this weekend, and I'm very excited about that because I haven't had corn on the cob in a while. But, um, yeah, trying to get the vegetables in through shipped or whatever and do salads that way, but we probably order from DoorDash five times a week. Yeah. So I, we I, we have the monthly free delivery, mm-hmm. so um, we realize that not everybody has that ability. Right. Um but where I'm not driving anywhere, no tanks of gas. <laughs> I'm not buying any clothes because, let's be honest, no pants. I'm actually paring down my closet as we, because yep. I'm, I'm we going through, and it's like I haven't worn this in a year. It's going to go out. No, so now we did buy new clothes for Starnslord because he is going to work every day, and um, he's been upgrading his wardrobe a little bit to uh, things that have. Found a company that is made for husky guys like myself. Uh, I'll just say there's some more give in the crotchal area of the jeans and pants I've got. I don't know how else to say that. Sorry. And the undercarriage. Undercarriage, yeah, and underwear too, and better then, structure. Yeah, and they're just more durable stuff. So it's like, yeah, it's time. It's that age, I guess, to invest in Fellas, some stuff that'll last forever. So if you're one of those people that midway through your drive you have to lift up your rear and tug at the old zipper region to try to loosen the boys up a little bit. That was me. <laughs> it's been a joy to not have to see that quite so much. Although um, you need to get both the underwear and the pants with the extra cargo. Because if you only do yeah. one, you yeah. still have the same problem. Do it at the same so. time. Don't do the gradual thing like I did. So that, And, and <laughs> again, not a sponsor. No, no, no. They're no. not a sponsor. And neither is what I'm about to tell you. But because I'm your friend, I'm going to tell you this. If you are not a member of Honey.com, you need to be getting yourself that. It works on Amazon. It works on many of the sites that you go to. And honestly, these pants are a little more expensive than, I mean, Matt was a Kmart shopper. <laughs> Blue light special shopper. And I can say that because there's no Kmarts in existence around here anymore. But like, you know. $19.99 for pants. No, you, $10 for jeans. Anything more than that, you'd get Those upset. jeans that stand on their own. If yeah. Because yeah. they're so hard. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. Matt just will always go for the cheaper thing. He's gotten much better. But when we first started, I mean, can can I, honey, I'm going to tell secrets on you. You, you always do. <laughs> when Starnslord and I first started dating, his nightstand was oh. an upside down hamper. <laughs> he had turned it upside down and made the bottom the top so he could put his light and his, his phone and his glasses on it. <laughs> Let's be clear. Yeah, I, so. I, I was selling cars and I was running... <laughs> renting a room from a friend of mine that was right down from the de- right down the road from the dealership, and I was just basically crashing and and showering there. Yeah, that was had, all that was happening. When there. I would so stay I like, overnight, I he had one anything. pair of one set of towels. Yeah, this, <laughs> was, this was this was not made for anything other than sleeping. And yeah, <laughs> taking a shower. So yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, so I've sa- I'm saying all this to say this. So we went on. So honey.com. It's a little extension if you don't know what that means if you're not computer savvy um you can plug it in so that anytime you open google chrome which hopefully you're seeing or if you're using firefox or internet explorer this will work on that too but it'll just add it 
to your bar. So whatever page you're on, if you go to check out, it will pop up and say, hey, do you want me to check and see if there are any special coupon codes? I used to do this with Retail Me Not. Mm -hmm. You could go on there and it will search for you. But Honey will automatically do it. And it literally went through and applied seven different coupons codes that it was aware of. And so not only did we have like a 20% off discount from a sale that was going on, we saved another $70 on top of that just from having this extension on there. It was amazing. And once you get, and you get points for using the Honey extension. And you can turn that money into Amazon gift cards. <laughs> so cool. you can give yourself a 10, like every thousand points, you get a $10 Amazon gift card that you can. And it's not just Amazon. You could have, there's hundreds of stores that you could get gift cards for. But anyway, it's free to join. There's mm-hmm. nothing you pay for. Um, and I've saved hundreds of dollars this year over that. So just going to say that. That was my little. Plug. Tip for the day. Not really a plug. Yeah, hey, honey.com. If you want to be a sponsor, please <laughs> let us know. But Back up the truck. Back up yes. the truck. <laughs> but right now, <laughs> that's just what we've got going on. But uh, yeah, so um, I haven't been doing a ton of shopping because, you know, but um, when we do shop, it's always nice to do that. But I, I have treated myself weight. to a couple. Yeah, so did I. I'm slowly losing it again. But yeah, I, when I went into to depression furlough, um, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of just really bad eating yeah. and not moving <laughs> yeah. at all. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll just sit on the couch and watch seven movies in a row. How about that? I, I finally started watching Farscape. I had never watched it. I had done Babylon 5. There was a period from 1979, which is when the first, when I saw the first Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. until 1991, that my parents didn't believe that you should support the movie industry. So I was not allowed to go to movies. Now, we were allowed to rent them. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but even what we rented was very... On Golden Pond, maybe? Yeah. Uh, no, because they swear in that. The loons, Norman. Yeah, so... That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so there was about 20... Well, I guess that was like 11... I don't know. Since from when I was 9 to when I was 21... Um, I didn't get to watch a lot of movies. So 12 years or something like that. So there was a whole, and then even then until probably, and then I married a gentleman who was very into sports. So the TV always had sports on it and he wasn't into the sci-fi stuff. So it wasn't until I was 33. So from 79 to 2003, Mm. I, um, there was a lot of stuff I missed. So I had seen a couple episodes of Farscape, but I'd never watched it from the beginning. And now I'm on season three, I think. So I got to go wow. back and finish that. Well, I stopped because you hadn't seen the very beginning, Star and Sword, right? Yeah, and right. so we went back and watched the first season together. And then you were like, yeah, you can go on and keep watching it because I've watched the other seasons, but I didn't know how it started. So. But yeah, so there's a lot of good stuff out there to watch. Yeah. That's, I am thankful for that. Yeah. Are you still uh, reading? I know that's always been a... Reading has become a challenge for me. You there was a okay to, so to visual? Uh, visually, yes, because for I couldn't get into my eye doctors. For those of you who don't know, I have really crappy eyes. Yeah. Um, this is not a joke. Yeah, it's not a joke. <laughs> um, my eyesight is poor. Um that's an understatement but i couldn't get into my eye doctors because of the covid they had closed so my my initial appointment was in february to get a re-up on my 
my prescription for contact lenses. I was not able to get them until May. So I made my monthly contact lens from February last four months. So, um, yeah, reading was a challenge because the contacts were just so old. Oh, wow. Um, I couldn't focus. So I'm, I'm getting back into it now. I'm actually oh, cool. reading a really good book called Unburying Carol, which is... <laughs> I, I support this. I support this. Let's, let's not bury our friend Carol. I know you were buried, and I'm sorry. Um, yeah. I'm a the, bad friend. Yeah, the, uh, the Carol in the book is about to be buried. It, it's one of my worst fears, too. My claustrophobia is kicking in reading this book because she's still alive, oh. and uh, her, her dastardly husband is about to bury her um, alive. <laughs> Because <laughs> she has a medical condition where she will go into a, uh, like a, almost a comatose state where you can't detect her. Oh. And this is like, it's set in, in a pseudo old west mm. type world. So they don't have like machines where you, you can check and make sure there's still a heartbeat. They're just checking your neck and, and oh your pulse. But uh, yeah, she, goes, she occasionally will lapse into the state where she Ooh. can hear what is going on around her, but she cannot move. Wow. And her husband has decided he's, he's, he wants her money. (laughs) And so he's telling everyone she's dead and they're about to bury her. And and, um, I'm about, yeah, three quarters of the way through the book now. It's up to an ex-boyfriend to come and save her. So (laughs) Um, good book though. Very good book. It's interesting. And then I, I read, um, I don't know if anyone follows Tom and Lorenzo on the internet there. They started, I've been reading them forever. Back when Project Runway was on Bravo, oh. they started a website called Project Run Gay because they're a couple. Okay. And um, they would critique the fashions on Project Runway. <laughs> and just it was just a weekly, oh, we're wow. going to, let's, let's look at the weekly episode type thing and critique the fashions. <laughs> and they started getting this huge following to the point where Project Runway actually invited them to several of the fashion shows and now they run their website tomandlorenzo.com where they do oops where they critique red carpet from all over the the place and they get invited to screenings and film festivals now and uh they wrote a book called legendary children which deals with um the first 10 years of rupaul's drag race because they also critique that show um and then the beginnings of drag and and queer culture so and that was that was kind of fascinating. So nice, that's very cool. You've been um, doing a lot of audiobooks. I yeah. So I still um, commute. I've got anywhere between a forty minute and an hour commute each way. Um, so yeah, I I just was like, I had the physical copy. I guess it was four or five years ago. Beastie Boys book, which is basically like a telephone old telephone size book. <laughs> full of stories of the beastie boys and they're telling it and they've got pictures in there and some great stories and stuff like that. But I got the audiobook of that. And at first I was really intimidated because I was like 11 hours. Oh my gosh, this is going to take forever, but it, re- it goes it by so really. fast. And I found myself having to like rewind, not digitally rewind on my car. Cause I, I was like, Oh wait, well, I missed that part. But, but it's really fascinating because it's the two surviving members of beastie boys, but then they have John C. Riley. Um, RuPaul, just all these people that were, when you're talking about the mm-hmm. the founding of the the queer culture and the and the drag and stuff like that, 
they were there for a lot of the, they started off as punks mm-hmm. in, in the eighties and had like these thrash bands and punk brand punk bands and kind of morphed into, into rap and hip hop and all these other things. But it, it's just really fascinating stuff and talking about like old New York and I don't know the stories. I think you, you would really dig it, but it, but it was interesting coming from it, from having, I would skip around in the, the physical version of the book to like different parts. And so it wasn't, you know, it's you don't necessarily have to read that book linearly to get it because it's stories, but still just listening to it as you were commuting, as I was commuting, I was just like, I just gained a different level to it. And it really, it was a supplement. It wasn't, I didn't come across as like, this is better than this, but it's just really cool. And then I got into these business books because I'm in marketing <laughs> and a couple of like nine hours. But those, I did the opposite. I would... I've been listening, and then I have the physical book, and then I get to the office and have the book there. And I go and just kind of have these little uh, sticker flags, like little post-it things. I would mark up certain sections, and I found that a much easier way to get through something that's some of them could be a little uh, stale to try to read through, but very dense. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then like the one I'm reading, almost done with now, the audiobook, It was nine hours, but it's the actual author reading it. So it's completely different because he's so engaging and he knows what he's talking about. And obviously he wrote the book. So he's, he really just tells you kind of the, you know, where to focus and things like that. But I'm having a great time. I, I mean, Joey knows, I mean, I just love to learn and I'm, I'm just so I'm hooked. I used to listen to podcasts all the time and I still love podcasts. Obviously we do one, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'll tell you my podcast listening has actually gone down. I probably shouldn't say that, but uh, the audiobooks have totally kind of taken over as far as just learning and using that time when I'm, when I would be kind of commuting and listening to the same music I've listened to forever. But so, <laughs> but yeah. But I think that the key here is that you know this is definitely a very unique time. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, it's okay. It's okay if all you want to do is watch TV after you get done the essentials. You still mm-hmm. need to take care of yourself. Yeah, you need to do your self-care. You still need to make sure that you're eating right. Mm. You need to, even if you can't go out amongst the people, go out in your backyard and get a little sun so that you don't have seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> go out, you know, I do that sometimes. I'll just go out and walk down to the mailbox when Starn's Lord isn't there to rush before <laughs> me. Um, and just kind of, you know, or take a drive in a car, do something. You can be socially distanced and still go out in the world. Um, watch puppy videos. Watch kitty videos. Don't watch things that are going to stress you out. Yeah. Check out some of the, the books and the movies that mm-hmm. we've been talking about, if you haven't. Um, Zoom calls and Facebook chats, Google hang times. Um, we were doing lunch. Yep. Four or five of us would get together, and we'd just sit there, and literally everybody saw me watching, eating my avocado <laughs> turkey sandwich. And But we'd chat. We'd just chat for like an hour. Um, even if you're working from home, you can still do like a mm-hmm. half an hour lunch thing. And it just helps. It just helps to know that you're out there. So we're still here. We apologize. Yeah. We've not been recording as faithfully. Um, part of that is just because we have been trying to be socially distant. Yep. We are an on-site podcast. We don't Skype and Zoom like others do. Um, but we will be getting back to telling you about some great 
local uh, things happening in the area as things reopen, or maybe just some businesses that need our support and love. So um, be checking that out. But, you know, we're struggling a little bit too. So we understand if you are, um, but we appreciate your support and for uh, listening in. And uh, just know we love you. Wear a mask. Yes, please wear a mask. Please just put on the damn mask. Yes. (laughs) Just put on the mask, please. And you know what? Love each other. Um, What is so great is there's so many geeky masks out there. Oh, Oh my gosh. It's like, why would you not want to put on a mask that has Darth Vader's grill on it or a a TARDIS? Mine has a TARDIS. I have three masks. I have a TARDIS mask. I have a Cheshire Cat grin mask. And I have a Universal Horrors icon mask. Yeah, I have about (laughs) eight. Yeah, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja I Turtles. A, we've got them all, I think. Yeah, uh, we have so, a, the Dragon Car on Car- Marriott carpet masks. <laughs> we have. Uh, I have Wonder Woman. You have some Spider Man. Uh, we definitely have. Why would you not want to wear your geeky masks out? Oh public? yeah, just do it. It's like it's fun. <laughs> yeah. So, but is, we love it. It is cool. To, we talked about mash before too. It's like just seeing the doctors wearing the mask, yeah. obviously for surgery, and you think. Oh, this is pretty much standard for them. Anytime they have to yeah, do surgery, and, I'm like, for and these were cloth decades. ones, just like what we're right. wearing. Like, yeah, so. Okay, if the guy, if this, if, if Hawkeye can do it, by golly, I can, yep. <laughs> I can do it too. But, yeah. but we do seriously. We love everybody that listens to the podcast. We have people around the world. I know it's hard to believe. Maybe they don't understand <laughs> what we're saying. They're just using it for, to teach themselves English. But sorry in advance for that. But. <laughs> But, They're gonna show up on our shores, yeah. going Marvel, yeah. we, Incredible Hulk. Yeah. But I mean, we we love you if you're, no matter your your gender, if if you're doing gender uh, reassignment. I mean, it, it. I mean, we just love you we guys. And race doesn't matter either. Black lives matter. I think we all in this yeah. room agree with that. Yep. And we're, you know, we try to keep this podcast not not political at all. But I think we have to say it, and especially me as a as a honky. Um, <laughs> As a, as I'm sorry, as a, as a white, as a white straight man, <laughs> I, 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 I really have to say that. I, have, I mean, Black Lives Matter, and I'm tired of hearing people that they can't even say that. That's we're, bullshit to and me. And that's it's the just, weird thing. All of us sitting here at this table, we're white. We're we're yeah. cis. We're hetero. We're, well, we're assumed hetero. <laughs> Let's okay, assume, back up well, the track. Okay, Not all well, of us at the table well, are, are, are uh, hetero. Okay, but we're. we're you're married. Yeah, it's it's like right, right, yeah. Right. I'm in a hetero relationship. Right. So. So but, therefore, so, it's assumed. But we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> we love yeah. all of you. <laughs> yeah. And the, especially the geek community is made of so many people that, that couldn't come out, couldn't be themselves, and now yeah. starting to. And what the fuck is wrong with that? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. There's and nothing wrong yeah. with that. If you're a geek so. and you don't understand and you're over 30 then you're not remembering what it was like to be a geek. Correct. And we were, and that's not even a fraction of what others are going through. No. And we know how hard it was to be made fun of for our geekiness and not feel like anybody understood us. And we're, that's such a small segment of what our fellow kind is going through. Yeah, because there were times you could hide your geekdom. You, you can't hide the color of your skin. No. No. There's definitely, yeah, I mean, you know. I could put on a business suit and dye my hair a normal color. <laughs> Hide a few tattoos. <laughs> yeah. It's, you've made it a little harder than you used to be. made it a little harder. But, you, you could know, put some yeah. makeup on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, me too. You know, I've got stripes through my hair, but. But it, you, you can't hide the color of your skin. You can't no. hide no. who you are. 
No, and if you're transitioning, you may not be at the point where you feel like you can actually pass or yeah. whatever you would call it. So, you know, we have friends of all shades mm-hmm. and all situations, and we see their thoughts and their feelings, and we know the pain that they're experiencing. I think I, I'm going to harken back to Barney Miller. Yeah. He says, I can't always understand exactly what you're going through. I can't relate in the sense that it's not happening to me, but I can empathize that this is an mm-hmm. issue. And and that's the start. Yeah. Absolutely. Just realize that if you were in that situation, it would be a tough road. And if you can make it easier, then that's what you need to do. Yep. Yeah. All right, my friends. I think we can get off the soapbox yep, yep. a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah, get off the soapbox because you got to put a bunch of junk on the soapbox. Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. But thanks for listening, everybody. Changes. We really, really appreciate it. Yes. And I can't tell you how giddy I am, probably as much as a giddy geeker, to have Carol <laughs> see her in person. Yeah. It's, it's just so different. It's You know, I love Joey. We're married and stuff. But... And I love the people I work with. What are you with. trying to say? But it's <laughs> like going in a weird place. No, no. But when when I see somebody that's not in my usual bubble, like within six feet of me, I'm like, I'm so happy. I'm like, it's a new face right here, live in person. This is amazing. Well, yeah, you should see what he does person, to the so. Amazon driver. Like, let the man go. Yeah. So what's new in the outside world? What are you seeing out there? Oh, what's the word on the street? <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, All right, we love you. Love you. Guardians of Geekery. You've been listening to Guardians of the Geekery. Find us on the web at guardiansofthegeekery.com and everywhere fine podcasts are found. Support the Charlotte Geeks at patreon.com slash charlottegeeks. Tune in next time for another exciting adventure on Guardians Guardians of the the Geekery. Geekery.